Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning with Ask a Windermere Coach. And on occasion, I'll be joined by Nick Hansen, Doug Simcock, and Eric Thompson. On this podcast, we want to talk about how to create great work-life balance and epic customer service in the real estate industry. We hope you enjoy our podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and welcome to Ask a Windermere Coach, where we tackle your toughest real estate questions. And each episode, we like to provide you with detailed answers and proven solutions to some of the biggest challenges facing real estate agents today in the market and also in their business. And I am so grateful today. I've got a good friend of mine, a colleague, uh, Aaron Bloom. Aaron, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Michael. Thank you. And Aaron, tell us where you are right now. I am uh, in Sun Valley at the summit of the mountain, uh, just getting done eating lunch just after a half day of amazing skiing, and there's not a cloud in the sky. So you guys may be thinking, it's Thursday, it's, uh, it's noon, and here we have a really successful real estate agent. How is he sitting in Sun Valley having lunch, uh, taking a day off to ski? And that's what we're going to talk about today. And I just want to give you a quick little background on Aaron. Aaron's been in the real estate business for 10 years. Four of those years, most recent years, have been with Windermere in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, Aaron has been uh, three years in a row uh, with Windermere Company as a top producer there, uh, roughly $345,000 plus a year in gross commission income. And uh, he has really great work-life balance, but it wasn't always that way. So Aaron... um, I, I want to ask you this question. So before you had the team, tell me a little bit about your experience there. And then, you know, kind of the, the consternation maybe of you deciding to make that, that change in your business. Yeah, of course. Um, so, you know, the first couple of years uh, working for Windermere and, and being a licensed window, you know, real estate broker under Windermere were, you know, a grind there. There's no real other way to put it, you know, long hours, overwork, uh, multitasking, trying to take on too much, um, answering phone calls and, and emails and text messages till 10 at night, and then up at 4.30 in the morning the next morning, uh, starting it all over. So uh, my work-home life balance was not good at all. Um, you know, I was, I was barely around for my kids' events. Uh, when I was there, I was trying to work and attend events. Um, and I didn't vacation at all. I don't think I vacationed at all with my family for the first couple of years in real estate. Um, so it definitely took a toll. Um, and then after attending, uh, my first ninja and my next ninja, and then I started to implement some of the plans on an individual basis. Uh, that's when things started to shift, but, but my business was still increasing exponentially the first couple of years. Well, and one of the things I, I just noticed that you said is that you said your first ninja, then your second ninja, did you see a benefit to taking it more than once? Oh, a hundred percent. I, uh, I'm one of those, I take Ninja as many times, uh, as it's possible for me. And I like to travel and take Ninja in other cities. Uh, so I've taken them in Portland. I've done Eugene. 
Uh, I drove up and did one in Washington once. Um, so I try and take as many as I can. I've done as many as two a year. Uh, I think I'm on, I've done five so far in the four years of Lunar. Well, and I will say the other thing that I will say that uh, is you're such a go-giver is that you also offer up uh, because you now become a person of the 5 a.m. club and you offer up that 5 a.m. Robin Sharma book uh, that we offer up on your behalf at our installations. And you've met some people. In fact, I know you just interacted with an agent out of uh, or not Sarasota, Florida, but down in Florida that was in one of my installations, Gina. And uh, I just talked with her yesterday and she said that it was great meeting you. And, and I just love your, your mindset of networking and the importance of doing that in our business. Oh, it, it's been great. I will say a uh, hands down every time I attend Ninja a following time, I always learn something new. Um, I learned something that I didn't hear in the previous one. Uh, I get reminders to start implementing new things that, that maybe I forgot or have stopped doing. Um, and I also meet amazing referrals. Yeah, it's, it, it is definitely a benefit. So I want to shift gears a little bit. So here's what I'd love to yeah. kind of hear for the listeners today. They're sitting there that are contemplating. So let me just kind of set the stage. When we're talking to agents who are kind of hitting that plateau, feeling like their, their world's getting a little bit out of control, and they want to move to that next level of business, that next level of client service, a lot of them, uh, what they do is they talk themselves out of hiring help and getting an assistant or a licensed assistant or getting a, a buyer's agent to work with them or building a team because their brain says it's way too overwhelming. And so what they do is they'll just sit in the pain of not moving forward instead of making that happen because they see it as an expense. My question to you is, were you there? And then what allowed you to make the change to say, no, I'm going to take this on, even though it's hard work and maybe give us some idea around that. Uh, what, what was your thought behind that to make that happen? Yeah, so uh, 100% I was in the mindset when, when I got to the point to where my business had gotten to a point to where I, it wasn't sustainable anymore for myself. So my first identifier was my customer service started slipping. My communication with my clients and my sphere started slipping. I wasn't following up as quick. Uh, I wasn't taking my new leads and my new referrals and people that would come into my sphere and new potential clients and following through quick enough. And so I actually saw people who I thought were clients in my sphere. I was losing them to other brokers. So I knew something had to change uh, with freeing up time for non-income producing activity. And figuring out how to hire an assistant was the first challenge. Figuring out how to afford an assistant was probably the second one. Um, and so I stalled. I stalled for about six months knowing that I needed an assistant, but I wasn't quite sure if I could afford one how to pay for one and how to even go about hiring one. I didn't even, I didn't, I knew nothing about it. So I did nothing, which was, was not a good productive six months for me. And so what was your, what was your first step? So, so then, 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 uh, then you finally decide what was the, what was the tipping point or the straw that broke the camel's back where you said, okay, I've got to make this happen. Um, I, I think the tipping point was I had made a decision. Um, it was coming out of another ninja, funny enough that I had made a decision of what I really wanted my lifestyle to look like with my family and kids and what I wanted for my, my family and my life, you know, on my five-year and 10-year plan. And there was no way I was going to do that and get to that point without some help. Right. Um, and so that's what, that's where the tipping point was, was saying, actually me acknowledging to myself, I need help, uh, which is a hard thing for me to say. Yeah. Well, and so, so, so then, so what was the first step? What was the, what was the first addition to your business model, if you will? Uh, what was the first thing you did? 
So the first thing I did was um, I actually reached out to my sphere. I talked to the owners. Um, I talked to my coach uh, who I, I adore and, and I, I work with and I really enjoy everything I get from my, <laughs> my business coach. I'll give you 20 bucks. <laughs> if anybody doesn't know my coach, my, yeah, if anybody <laughs> doesn't know my coach, Michael Fanning. Uh, but, um, and, and I really had to figure out what I was looking for. So I framed kind of an outline of a job description, which was the first thing. And I had to line item what it is I wanted an assistant to handle for me. Um, and it really was uh, non-income producing activities. And then I figured out how many hours that was. And uh, for me, it was 20 hours a week. I figured out, you know what, I can bite off 20 hours a week as an investment into my future growth. And then for me personally, I couldn't find the time to figure out how to interview and hire. So I actually hired uh, a recruiting company to find my assistant for me. So you, so you got a recruiting company to find your assistant. And, and how long did that process take? Um, that took about a month uh, to find the right assistant. And so I interviewed six or seven different people over the course of a month, month and a half. Um, I had a pre-interview with the recruiting company to really get to know my personality and what it was I was looking for. Um, and then when I found the right person, um, they started the next week. So they started right away. Okay. And, um, and, and is that person still with you? That person is still with me. Um, I'll say that it took about three to four months realistically to onboard the assistant, to get them up to speed, um, to teach them all of the Windermere services and platforms. And the whole network of Windermere helped me with that. So I had people from services stepping in, uh, getting some training videos and some activities for her. Um, and really she needed to learn my business and my life. And then, so, so, so you did your assistant and, and the time frame with that. And then what was the next step that you did? What was the next one that you added? The next one that I knew I needed was um, a specific buyer's agent on my team. So I had worked uh, off and on with other buyer's agents as far as referring out, but this was the time in my life where I needed to actually organize a team, uh, solidify my own team and bring somebody on for that specific role and task. Um, and so that was the next thing I added. And that is uh, Zoe, right? Zoe works with you. Yep, Zoe, Zoe Brady, yep. Zoe Brady, so she's my buyer's uh, agent. That's what she came on at. And she's done so well over the last couple of months that she's actually evolved. And now she's my team lead for handling all things team oriented. Um, and so our goal is now we've got a goal for the next, you know, three to four years to grow this team. And she will help facilitate leading those new people that we onboard with us. And, you know, and Aaron, one thing I want to point out here that I think is really important for our listeners to hear is that um, you really put a lot of thought into making sure that Zoe was be, going to be able to live the life she wanted to live and that you guys really took some time and effort into mapping out specific business model of what it's going to look like so that you benefited from it, she benefited from it, and you both walked away feeling good about it, right? A hundred percent. I think for me and for anybody else who might be listening, the hardest part when, when bringing on a team member and an assistant is figuring out how to get over the hurdle of modeling that your income, your, your end year income, net income is going to be lower for the first year or two and what that means and how you scale that in growth. So for Zoe and I, we sat down and we just had a candid conversation. Um, where do you want to be in your business? Here's where I want to be in my business. And in order for us to get there together, I am actually going to like make less net money for the next two to three years, but we will grow together. And at year three, four, five, we're both going to be at a point where our lifestyles are better and we're both making well over what we are currently making and our lifestyles will be a lot better. Right. And, and I love that you guys were in agreement with that and she was on board and, uh, and, it's, and, and it's working. I mean, from, from the stuff we've been looking at and what you've been doing now with your production is absolutely working. 
It, it is. It's working great. And so just this week, um, we've been interviewing and I've been meeting with somebody. And so starting next week on Monday, we're actually bringing on a fourth team member, which is going to handle nothing but digital marketing, advertising, websites, online. That's going to be her 100% goal for, for the team is to help grow the digital platform and social platform for the entire team. That is terrific. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hear uh, Aaron talk about the next team member that he has and how he's able to sit right now uh, in Sun Valley. Hey, everyone, this is Michael Fanning, and with me is Eric Thompson. We're with Windermere Coaching. We thought we'd take just a moment to let you know a little bit about maybe how to get your feet wet into coaching with Windermere Coaching through the Windermere Path. Eric, tell us a little bit about the Windermere Path. So the Windermere Path gives you a call every week. You can join live or you can watch the recording. One of three things happen on those calls. You get a specific lesson that's taught by you, Mike, by Doug Simcock, by me, or Nick Hansen. The second thing that happens is we do live interviews with your Windermere colleagues. You can hear right from them about how they are implementing all the tools that we teach them in coaching so that you can be inspired by their story. The third thing that happens is you get to ask questions of us things that are happening in your business right now, in your world, we help just to keep you on the, on the ninja path. Hey, Eric, it sounds like a lot of great content. So listeners, if you're interested in finding out more about the Windermere Path, simply go to windermerecoaching.com, click on the explore button, give us your name and your email address, and we'll get back to you with all the information you need to get started on the Windermere Path. Thank you so much, and we'll return you to our content. Welcome back. We're talking to Aaron Bloom, and Aaron Bloom is coming to us from Sun Valley. Uh, he's up at the top having a little bit of lunch. Thank you for uh, taking the time, Aaron. So, Aaron, so your third member of your team, tell us about Jessica. What, what What's her role? What does she do? So, yeah, so Jessica is, is my executive assistant on my team. Um, so she handles everything for Zoe, myself. She handles all logistics. She handles our sphere, our database, our engage. Um, she handles getting our property reviews prepped and ready for us to send out to clients on a regular basis. She handles getting our note cards prepped and ready for us because I found that I love writing note cards, but I lacked in actually prepping them and getting them ready. So she has them on my desk uh, every week on Monday morning for the entire week for all my notes. So she does an amazing amount of organizational stuff in the background, uh, setting inspection, you know, meetings and all of that stuff so that's what jessica handles for us all things schedule wise well and what, um, I, and what and i love about it, one right. thing just real quick what i love about jessica that i've noticed uh since since you brought her on is that when we would do your pie chart and look at your everything else which was taking up some of your time or the fact that just wasn't getting handled and now she's really taken that on and so the meticulous little things that maybe you didn't like to do so much um, which would, was holding you back from taking that next step. She's taken care of that for you now. And, and I can just see the difference in your energy, the difference in, in how you're showing up with her doing that, because it's kind of a load off your back, if you will. Would you agree? Oh, 100%. I was, I was nothing more than this ball of stress and anxiety all the time because I felt like I had to handle and control all the aspects of my business. And I couldn't, I had the fear of turning it over to another person because I was worried that they wouldn't give the same level of care and attention that I do to my clients. So once I earned that and learned that Jessica was going to handle clients exactly, turning them over is an enormous weight off my shoulders, you know. <clears throat> and you were going to you were going to mention one other thing uh, that you were going to say about Jessica. About Jessica? Yeah. 
or were we, are were we moving on to Natasha? Oh, we can we can move on to Natasha. Yeah, that's that's fine. Yeah. Well, so, real quick, so, real, yeah, and just, go ahead. real quick, let's do this real quick on on uh, Jessica. So same type of thing. You put out a job description. You analyze what you wanted her to do, um, and then uh, you brought her on. Anything for the listeners you want to say about your executive assistant that they sh- that you know anything that you found to be helpful in hiring her. I, I think what I found is having somebody on your team who is is conveying to your clients the same level of care and attention um, and giving them the same kind of, you know, intimate, passionate drive for service um, is immeasurable. Because when I show up to client meetings now with an assistant who's taking notes and handling things, it allows me to have open conversations with my clients. And then if Jessica can go out afterwards, they've already been introduced to her. So Jessica is an extension of me now, where before uh, I was thinking I was hiring somebody just to handle my clerical work. Uh, now she's 100% an extension of me and a part of the team. So that's, I think that's been the biggest benefit to me. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, and this, this fourth individual, you know, one of the things I love, uh, Aaron, when I look at your, the, the products you put out there in terms of your marketing and your websites and you know, and, and, I, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention that, you know, you uh, are, have been working with Midtown, uh, which is what is, what is uh, just for those listeners, when I say Midtown, give us just a, in a nutshell that that project a little bit. Yeah. So so the Midtown is, is a new set of uh, luxury condos. It's a brand new development in Eugene, Oregon, that uh, I was hired for a year and a half ago to uh, spearhead uh, project manage everything from marketing to branding to uh, being the exclusive listing broker for all 40 condos. So it's, it's a brand new project in Eugene and, you know, it has been fun, but also I've learned very quickly to try and tackle a project like that without a team. Uh, I would have failed. I would have fallen short. Right. And that's why, and that's why I wanted to ask you that question because the other thing is that the quality of the stuff you're putting out there and the need for quality for that particular project, but then just your general business is where it didn't lead you down the path of finding, uh, of bringing on Natasha for more of that, you know, that, that digital world and, and, and migrating that uh, really great marketing you do in the paper world into the digital world. Tell us about what her role is. Yeah, so so I tend to pride myself in, in spending a lot of time, energy, and investment on digital marketing, lifestyle marketing, storytelling, uh, custom paperwork, print work, like you said. Uh, and what's happened is with the Midtown Project and the growth in my personal business, um, you know, I don't want to lose a foothold. And so I'm having to bring on more team members to handle things. So Natasha specializes in digital advertising and print to where she can really create the type of look and brand that I want. Uh, and then she can put it on Instagram, LinkedIn, all the social media, Facebook. She can figure out how to do all of the live showings for us. So we're going to start doing live in-person lifestyle tours that are through social media and Instagram. So she's going to handle all of that as well as every week, she's going to be looking for new opportunities to push our brand and our marketing, not only just to our sphere, but out to the general public. So we've taken on using HomeBot. We've taken on using all of these different platforms that we want to make sure we're out in front of. So for me to try and handle all of that social media and all of my business and create to grow the brand, uh, it's it's a doesn't happen. It's a deal killer. It's a it's a non-starter. I don't have enough man hours. Right. Um, so she's going to come on and and hopefully she'll open up the world. 
and she'll just kind of direct us and give us options. And we're going to try out a bunch of new things. And we'll also do a whole lot of things that have a proven track record. So, so I love it. And, you know, and here's the thing, Aaron, that I, I love about this, this conversation today is that, you know, if I asked you, was it scary? Was it challenging before you got to where you are today? Your answer would be? 100%. A hundred percent. I was scared. I figured I couldn't afford it. I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to give up control. I was worried uh, about ruining my brand and my reputation. Uh, and I was worried about spending too much money and not making enough money at the end of the year. Right. And so those were all the fears. And then you overcame the fears, you implemented it, and you did it in a smart way. And now where you are today, would you say that the team you have today has drastically enhanced your, uh, your client experience? Oh, my client experience is so much more personal now than it was before. Um, when I'm with clients, it's dedicated quality time. I'm not worried about getting to the next appointment. I'm not worried about running to the next meeting. I'm not worried about missing a meeting because I have somebody else handling and running my calendar and my schedule now. Um, and so it, it's, my quality has grown. The amount of clients I can meet with on a weekly basis has grown. It's probably tripled. Um, and I can also be away places like this in Sun Valley. And my clients don't know the difference because they're being interacted with weekly on a regular basis from the same people. Exactly. And it also, I'm assuming, well, uh, it has also enhanced your lifestyle in terms of giving you more time to do some of the things that you love doing with your family. I know you're, you're really, really uh, connected with your kids, with your wife, and there's a lot of things, fun things. I see the fun things you like to do. Is that, is that structure you've put in place also benefited that world? A hundred percent. I'm sitting here and my wife right now is about 20 feet away from me, sitting in a lounge chair at the top of Sun Valley. We've got a weekend away with some really good friends of ours. Um, I went skiing last weekend with my kids. Uh, the weekend before that, I went snowmobiling with some friends. These are things that I didn't do once a year. Now I'm doing them multiple times a month. And my business is growing. I'll finish this quarter as strong as I finished the entire last year. That is, that is terrific. Um, so, so to kind of wrap this up, here's what I would ask you. If you, if, if for those listeners that are out there that are not in, in, that, in the, the boat that you're in right now and they're thinking about doing it, what would be one thing you'd say to them just to say, you know what, hey, uh, it's worth it. And uh, what would be the, one of the first steps that, that you would give them advice on? I would say the first step would be to um, sit down and take a look at what it would be like to bring somebody on to help with some of the load, whatever that load is, identify the load that you're struggling with and see what it would take to bring somebody on even in a part-time capacity. I mean, I think the thing that people or I was afraid of is that, oh, I've got to hire an assistant and I have to give them this contract and what if it doesn't work out? My first contract with my assistant was for 90 days to see if it even worked out. And now we don't have a contract because we have such a good relationship, we don't need one. Yep. So perfect. So just so identify, right. identify where you're struggling, uh, map it out, mm -hmm. put a put a, a, a kind of a um, what would you a job description together and then get it out there and, yep. and do and run a test run for 90 days. Um, and what would you say about the thought that I'm not going to make enough money? How, how did you how did you get that to quiet down in your head? I think that's the same conversation about investing in your future and investing in the growth. So if you sit down with a client in a real estate transaction for a listing appointment, and you talk about investing and getting their property ready, to a client that looks as a, they're, they're looking at it like an expense. You know it's an investment. So if you can turn that inward facing towards your own business 
and figure out how to change the word expense to investment, I think that's the hurdle I needed to get over. Once I figured out how to truly believe that it was investment, it was a no-brainer. That's terrific. That's great advice. Great advice. Well, hey, Aaron, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you directly, just to ask you some more in-depth questions, if they had specifics, how, how, how would you get, how would you get a hold of yourself or how would they get a hold of you? Uh, yep. There's a bunch of different ways. So you can call me on my cell phone, which is 541-735-1829. Don't be shy. Um, you can email Aaron Bloom at windermere.com. Um, if people want to check out the Midtown, you can go to midtowneugene.com. Um, you can go to my website, which is lanecountyliving.com. Um, you can get a hold of me any different ways. And if somebody wants a job description that I use, email me. I'd be more than happy to share it. I'll send you mine. I'm kind of an open door as far as information. Yeah, I will love that about you, Aaron. You are definitely a true go-giver. And uh, I want to just say thank you for taking the time today out of your vacation with Sarah. I know you guys are skiing and you took this time to uh, get on the phone with me. Um, and so, hey, enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, have a great time skiing. And uh, thank you again for doing this. Everybody that's listening, thank you for listening to our podcast. Again, uh, this is where we tackle your toughest real estate questions and uh, try to help you figure out how to increase your client service and uh, get over some of these challenges you might face in business. And uh, everybody, hey, be awesome and help somebody make it a great day. And if you like our podcast, please share it. Give us a rating. Let us know we're hitting the mark. We'll talk to you later. Well, we hope you enjoyed our podcast. We want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you found it useful or helpful, please feel free to share it and also give us a rating. Also, if you think that Windermere Coaching might be right for you, please feel free to just look us up at windermerecoaching.com. And we'll end by saying this, be awesome and help someone. Make it a great day.